0: Hi friends, thanks for tuning into In Other News, a random podcast about stuff, the kind of stuff you think about every day, or at least some days. Here's the setup. Once upon a time, three young guys worked together to deliver news and weather from a local TV station. Today, they're a little older, a little wiser, and they're back to discuss the things that really matter, and a few things that don't. Thanks for listening. Now here's Axel, Joe, and Adam.
1: Hello friends. Welcome to another edition of In Other News with Adam, Joe and Axel. I'm Joe of that trio. How are you guys doing today? Doing great. Special guest edition. Yeah, we're we're going to get set to introduce our special guest uh, who is an expert in the topic that we're talking about today. Uh, We are back from an extended break of an extra week in between episodes. We took a little spring break ourselves. I hope you guys were able to uh, take advantage of the Brief shot of nice weather we had here in Minnesota. Yeah, three days. I think I used to
2: walk that last slice of Easter ham off my tummy.
1: Uh, Well, topic of the day, uh, you know, uh, springtime, uh, back when you, me, when we were younger men, Walking on the college campuses, springtime. We were younger. And, Wait a minute, what are you saying about us younger. now? We're old. Face it, we're <laughs> we're old. So maybe back compared when, to our guest, it's true. Back when we were in college, springtime was a great time to be on campus. Uh, you know, the the seasons had changed. The weather was nice. You could not be rushing in between classes and winter parkas and stuff like that. That uh, you know. You, and enjoyed nice weather and looking forward to the end of the semester to to start your summer break uh, if you were able to take a summer break. So uh, we're going to kind of reminisce a little bit about college days, but then with a focus especially on what's it like to go to college here in 2021? um, Certainly probably, uh, well, it's certainly different than when us three, when we went to college. It's expensive, Uh, I'll tell you that much. (laughs) That hasn't changed much, (laughs) but the uh, uh, protocols, uh, social distancing was not necessarily a thing uh, preached when we were in school uh, back in the day, but uh, certainly is now in the middle of a pandemic, so we'll have a guest to talk a little bit about what that is all about in the modern day but guys what do you recall uh, a little bit about before we get into our topic and our special guest what do you recall about life on campus back in the days what was what were your thoughts of when the calendar turned to spring or what were some of the the
2: great memories that you've had of your undergraduate careers well fun fact i got married during my spring spring break in my Ooh, senior year, you got year. your
3: MR degree. Well, I, <laughs> I sure would be really your MR because you would have been an MR before.
2: <laughs> uh, MRS
3: doesn't work. Well, you, anyway, you got married.
2: Wow, I got married. Yeah, that was two thousand and two, uh, and then I extended my spring break by one day because I thought I could. <laughs> and I.
3: I graduated yeah. early because of the uh, floods in Grand Forks, so I did not have finals. I remember oh. that. Did you have a ceremony? Ah, uh, no. Uh, they had they were they were gonna put us in, I think, with the summer graduates. Uh, uh, it was really a mess., um, so I think they just said, uh, Cause it was, I, I think we ended up graduating like four or five weeks early and they just said, whatever your grade is on the day that we closed the university, that's what your grade is, which meant pretty much everybody had all A's and uh, away you go.
1: Hmm. Wow. This certainly has some parallels to uh, the school experience here. I would think with, uh, with lacking of ceremonies and uh, even last year, like, your grades were kind of maybe frozen in place depending on where you went so so yeah you kind of have a unique perspective of that too my college senior year graduation you know i it was all a blur i was trying to get done as quick as i can and get out in four years to to start my my big career start your uh, low-paying job exactly <laughs> <laughs> uh so but uh, the campus back then where i went at UW Whitewater, the Harvard of the Upper Midwest. Uh, it was a beautiful campus. We had the graduation out in the the football stadium. Um, really, really nice time. And I remember we went to a graduation dinner at uh, I think we went to Hardee's. Very, very, uh, <laughs> uh, very high class for for me anyway. So. <laughs> Hardee's for graduation. <laughs> <laughs> your, your choices were kind of limited in Whitewater, basically. So,
2: Adam anyway, uh, your uh, story about um, t- keeping the grade that you had reminds me of one incident. I shouldn't call it an incident, but I took this uh, interpersonal relationships class up at the U of M in the Twin Cities, here uh, in Minnesota, and um, the teacher was a very um, sort of a. She she had a lot of personal difficulties, so it was a little bit funny that she that she, she was uh, teaching taught interpersonal. interpersonal relationships. But it got to a point where she had to actually cut the class short about maybe a third into the semester. She kept missing a lot of classes. She, she never graded papers. She, she just wasn't, she really wasn't doing her job. So she made us a deal and, that, and the deal was that she would finish the class right then and there. She said, I'm going to leave the room. You all decide what grade you you are going to have. And it wasn't as simple as whatever you have now is what you will have. Because it had to match some sort of a, you know, not everybody could have an A, but not everybody needs to have a C either. So she says, "Is this take a your research in- project?" No, yeah. it, no, it was just, it was just bizarre. We were twenty people. She said, "I'm going to leave the room. I'm going to give you an hour to figure out who takes what grade. We'll note them down, and we'll call off the class. And the deal is, you can never tell anyone." So I'm, I'm breaking this right now. Twenty years later. And so so
3: what, what grade did
2: you take? I took a B. It was uh, there was some tough negotiating going on, and i I didn't really need i I didn't really need that credit per se for my for my overall uh, uh, you know college outcome. So I took a B. I wasn't willing to take a C, but uh, you know an A wasn't necessary either. So B was it, and uh, there were people. I mean it was funny to call it interpersonal relationships because there were relationships made right there between those negotiating <laughs> over A's deals. and deals. Yeah. So
3: did anybody take less than a C?
2: No, it was all A, B's, and C's. She said that was fine. She was able, she said she could uh she was able to essentially sell that to her who you know, whoever watches the she was the able race. to cover up the scandal. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> wow. <So. laughs>
1: I don't know if you should be breaking that news here on this podcast, <laughs> We might well, have to go back and edit that out. No names are mentioned here. And, uh, <laughs> and it has been 20 years. It, so it has been, been 20 true. years, yes, yes. Hopefully the statute <laughs> of limitations has run out on that or the participants, uh, the the leader of the, the scheme <laughs> is no longer... Uh, of working age and no longer (laughs) in the workforce but uh hmm, very interesting yes yes (laughs) well anyway that's a great story uh speaking of uh stories we will have a special guest coming up here in a little bit to tell us the story of what it's like to go to college during a pandemic and what college is like in 2021 so guys let's get our thoughts together and then uh, welcome in our guest right after this
3: Okay, gentlemen, welcome back. Uh, it's, uh, it's college week on the podcast, I guess. That maybe <laughs> we should have a themed week. Uh, uh, as we reminisce about our alma maters and college experience, we have a special guest. Uh, now, admittedly, this isn't like a world-renowned guest that we had to fly in. Um, but she is in a different room of the house, uh, if that counts. Uh, Miss Kaylee Braze is on the podcast. Is Ooh. our welcome expert? Hello, Kaylee.
0: Hello, I'm happy to be here.
3: She is an avid listener, from what I've been told.
0: <laughs> I do listen to every podcast.
3: That's that's good. That makes we that makes one that. of us full support.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you
3: get perfect attendance award. For, for that. So, Joe and Axel, I have to ask uh, Joe. You asked uh, uh, Axel and I about. Uh, some of our big college memories. What do you remember about that first year
1: on campus? For me, I remember it was really, you know, first time away from home. And so you had, uh, you were responsible for, yourself uh you were um i bought the big meal plan at the dining hall oh yeah ice cream after every meal yep cereal all the time uh but i never took advantage of every meal because i would often go home on weekends or go work i had a, a job on the weekends that i would go work so that 20 meal plan or whatever i had maybe only used about two-thirds of it uh, most times. So that was kind of a waste. You kind of learn what you need to do, where you can and can't park on campus, and uh, you just make a, a, a bunch of new friends and learn a whole new way of learning beyond your high school days. Yeah. Axel, what about you?
2: Well, I so for those listening for the first time today, I am from Germany. So for me, going to college, well, that was the reason to come to America for the first uh, for one thing, but it was in sort of like that second culture shock. And uh, I stepped into an embarrassing little situation. So as I mentioned, I went to the University of Minnesota, Twin Cities. And uh, people may know that the campus is divided into an East Bank and West Bank, separated by the Minnesota River. And so as I found my w- way around, I always thought that when I crossed the river that I walked between Minneapolis and St. Paul. So I would tell people, well, you know, I had my journalism class in St. Paul. Then I walked over for my astronomy class, and it took about, I don't know, six months or so until somebody uh, was nice enough to tell me, Axel, this is just the East and the West Bank in Minneapolis. You're not walking all the way to St. <laughs> Paul. <laughs> so it was just. Uh, so that was just one of my experiences. I I absolutely loved my American college experience because. I've never had anything else, and so it was another great way to be acquainted with America, the big, wide-open America.
3: Nice. I remember uh, I loved that first year. I Actually, I loved college entirely, but that first year, uh, some of my memories are the same as yours, Joe. I remember... Uh, the cereal bar at college had the most cereals in one place. I think that I had ever seen, you know, they were all in those tins and you'd spin the wheel and the cereal would fall out and you could mix up all sorts of combinations. And, uh, and then on Fridays and Saturdays and generally almost every other night, we would get a $5 Giovanni's pizza uh, (laughs) and watch hockey games at the university of North Dakota, big hockey school. Um, and, uh, that was just a blast. We would go and wait in line for hours to get seats at the hockey. And we would get there like two and a half hours before the game actually started. And, uh, and that was, uh, just a, a, great time. Um, and there always seemed to be a lot of activities going on and I'm, I'm an introvert, I think in college, perhaps maybe I was more of an extrovert, but, uh, there always seemed to be something going on. I remember playing broom ball. At 1 a.m. Uh, one night through the intermural sports leagues, mm. uh, so uh, I'm pretty sure that that was healthy. Uh, <laughs> all three of all three of my things, but I think college is uh, college is a little bit different this year. Kaylee, tell us about uh, your experience. What are your observations from this first year?
0: Yeah, <laughs> so I guess it's a little bit hard because I don't have anything else to compare it to. Um, you know, similar to what Axel was saying, like, he doesn't really know anything else. And that's the same for me, I guess, in this year. Uh, People say it's really different, like very different. And even upperclassmen will say that as well, um, that it just looks different and it feels different. But I think it's still fun. So, yeah.
1: (laughs) So when you've talked to these upperclassmen, do they point out like, Oh, if you were here two years ago, we did this, or we had this, or this was open uh, compared to what it is now. What are some of those things that uh, that they have said are are different from when they were freshmen?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. So generally, they always start their sentence with "I feel so bad for you, freshmen," um, <laughs> and then they further on they talk about the one thing that they always bring up is the dining center and how different the food used to be in the dining center. Um, They used to have like an open salad bar and um, they brought this back after Christmas break, but they, for the fall semester, they didn't have like a panini machine or anything like that. But in the past, Northwestern is known for really quality food. And so it was lots of build your own and that kind of thing. And that was all taken away when COVID hit, I guess. So all the upperclassmen were like bummed about like how it wasn't make your own food anymore. And it was more like just certain options that you could choose from. But I still thought it was great because we have a lot of options.
2: Well, and like you said, you, you had nothing to compare to. So this is how you started it and that that's your new benchmark, right? You, this is, it can only go up better from here
0: right yeah and honestly in some ways i think it's almost easier to be a freshman walking into this than to be an upperclassman or even a senior you know going into this year at college and just seeing how dramatic of a shift it was and how big of a change it is and all the rules that are now um that you now have to follow and i think that would be really hard and sad but for me you know this is this is my first year experience so and coming out of what we came out of we didn't even know like as high school seniors going into this year, we didn't even know if we were gonna to get to go to college in person, like that was all up in the air. So we were just glad to be there when we got there.
3: So like, what are some of the rules that you have on on campus this year, Kaylee?
0: So Northwestern is pretty, pretty strict in terms of COVID rules. Uh, we have masks everywhere outside of our room. So if you're leaving your dorm room, you're wearing a mask, usually, unless you're outside and you can space six feet apart. We're not supposed to take our mask off outside if we can't be six feet apart. So that's one thing. Um, Social distancing, very enforced. Uh, So like in our classrooms, we're sitting two and three desks apart, um, I know like for choirs and stuff, they would have them stand on the bleachers, but they all had to wear their masks and they were all six feet apart. And they have these things at school called ionizers. Um, and they like, I don't know exactly the science behind it, but they're
2: purifiers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're like super scientific air purifiers and they have them in the library and on the stage and, um, in the dining facility and all everywhere, pretty much, um, So that's a big thing too. You can only take your mask off inside if you're eating. And then in all of our dining facilities, there's plexiglass between the two sides. So the tables are all split into little tables. So only two people can sit at a table and then there's plexiglass between the two of you. So it's really hard Mm. to hear (laughs) and like have conversations when you're-
2: Introvert haven. Yeah. Right. (laughs) I can't hear you. You're behind the plexiglass
3: wall.
0: Yeah. So, and all the tables are six feet apart too. So yeah, I guess those are some of the, some of the rules that we follow.
2: So would
1: you
2: you say Kaylee that are are most people complying with that? Is, are there issues with people who are just, you know, non, non non-believers, I guess, Uh, you know, there are. There's some of that going on everywhere it seems like.
0: Yeah, so Northwestern has made it very clear that if you don't comply, you will face the consequences, which means like a $10 fine if you got if you get found yeah, if you get found not wearing your mask and you're not eating and you're inside um, and it's after. I think it's like you get three mask violation warnings and then, after that, then you have to like pay a fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they're pretty strict on that, but in a lot of ways that has been really helpful because it means that we get to stay on campus. Like Northwestern has had relatively, um, like a relatively small number of cases on campus throughout the year. So, Yeah, that's due in part to their diligence in making sure that we follow the rules.
1: I recall when I was a freshman, we had a resident assistant, an RA, who uh, kind of oversaw our floor, and um, we would often have like a floor meeting, uh, especially early in the semester the our first semester to kind of lay out the ground rules and, you know, how to get in touch with him and just the the basic rules of, of how the dorms operate and, and things around campus, so uh, for where you're staying do you have a a resident assistant and can you have floor meetings or gather together as a as a larger group at all if you can't maintain that distancing
0: yeah good question so we do have ras Um, at northwestern we have the resident building that i'm in is split into halls so there's about 12 rooms per hall and then each hall has an ra and each hall also has an MP, a ministry partner. Mm -hmm. Um, So the RAs do basically what you were describing, um, like the authority figure in the hall. And then the MPs do like spiritual development and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm gonna be an RA next year. So that's really fun. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah, long process, but I'm very excited. So yes, we do have hall meetings. They're about, I think we have one every month or close to every month. Um, So far they've all been on Zoom. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) it's kind of just like we check into Zoom, they make sure we're there, they give a 10 minute talk about things that are coming up or um, things that need to be addressed. Or I know like a lot of the meetings lately have been about housing for next year. So that kind of thing. And then we log out and then we're done. Hmm. stuff yeah
1: and then how does um the classroom setting work I know uh, you and I talked before we started recording here but there are people who are listening who are probably curious like are you in the classroom are you doing all your classes on zoom is it a mix uh what's it like to be a college student right now where you go to school
0: yeah so I would say it depends on the class that you're taking if you're on zoom or not Generally, if you're taking your general classes, so math, history, science, lectures, um, Bible classes at Northwestern, you get either a Bible major or a minor uh, with your degree. So those are like the ones that everybody's in. So that means the classes are really big. So they usually split them into three groups if they meet on one Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or two groups if they meet on Tuesday, Thursday, and then they just rotate through. So one group will be in Wednesday, one on Friday and one on Monday. So um, yeah, it's all split up. So I definitely have never in my life seen most of my classmates for those classes. (laughs) So that's kind of a weird experience, but Yeah. Yeah. But otherwise, once you get out of those general classes and you're into some of your more major specific classes, uh, those are usually smaller and then they do most of those in person. So like my education classes, because I'm an elementary education major, um, those are usually around 10, 10 students and a professor. So we can all fit into a classroom every day that we're there.
3: So, uh, Kaylee, I have to ask. Uh, you heard Axel's story about college and getting married. Um,
0: <laughs>
3: uh, any? Uh, what's the situation with uh, boys?
0: I knew this question was going to come up. <laughs> of course, Dad, Dad would I ask anything. that question. Was <laughs> allowed to ask that question. That was not part
1: of the agreement to get her on the show. <laughs> That's
0: so funny. Um, yeah. Well, college freshman boys. The girls and I have been talking about this. We have found that they're basically middle school boys in college boy <laughs> bodies. So, so far, no, <laughs> but I'm keeping my eyes out.
3: Has it been uh, harder to meet people with all of these, uh, you know, all of these
0: COVID regulations? Yes, 100%. Um, I think, so another rule, I forgot to mention this earlier, but there are throughout different times in the semester, um, you can only have like one person outside of your roommate in your room. So one, it depended on like what the COVID situation looked like in the area that we were at and in Minnesota, but we could only have like one or two people in our room who were more than just me and my roommates, which that makes it really hard to connect. I feel like, because from what I heard, a lot of connection comes from like hanging out in people's rooms and watching movies and eating dinner together and that kind of thing, playing games, you know, all that good stuff, but, um, that we couldn't really do that this year. And so, and if you're going to be outside your room, you're wearing a mask. So a a weird thing about college this year that I did not expect is that I only know people with their masks on. So Mm. sometimes I'll walk by people who are eating, who are my classmates and who I know their name and we've had conversations and we're I would consider us friends. And I completely just walk by them because I totally cannot tell who they are. Like you you would think that the bottom half of a person's face can't differentiate that much from another one. Like (laughs) you would think you kind of have a good idea, but no, it's so different. So that's something a little weird. But anyways, yeah, I would say connection is definitely way harder, especially because you don't really want to branch out your group too much during this time, because if you have a lot of friends and you're in contact with a lot of people, you have a higher risk of getting sent home if someone gets COVID. So just because of exposure levels and when you'd have to quarantine. So yeah, I would say it's definitely definitely harder.
2: Wow. And how how does it work with the instructors? Are those all Zoom and email relationships or can you, can you actually meet with them sometimes one on one for you know, like office hours? Type yeah, of thing? yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, all of the professors have office hours. It depends on the professor and their uh, level of comfort with if they want students in their office or not. And it also depends on the size of their office because Northwestern won't let people like won't let professors who have smaller offices have students in there if it's less than six feet of distance between them. But otherwise. A lot of professors are like missing, seeing their students every day and having those conversations. So a lot of professors have office hours where students can come in. But I also know some professors who just do Zoom office hours. And if you want to go to their office hour, you just hit the Zoom link and pop up there. So, yeah, I would say I don't know. I would say a lot of my professors don't know who I am. Like personally, they know my name and my grade and that kind of thing. But, (laughs) um, yeah, they probably don't know like who I am except for my major specific classes, because those are the ones that are smaller and in person. And so I really know those professors. So that's, that's good.
3: Nice. What's been your biggest, uh, uh, best happiest surprise about uh, college. What's been the thing that you're like, oh, this is really cool.
0: Mm, good question. I think, yeah, actually <laughs> this kind of shows what we what we were in. Um, I think just being there actually is really fun. And as much as it's not what it is supposed to be or used to look like, it still is really fun. Like there's still events happening. I still have met a lot of new friends. Um, it's still that level of independence that's new to me. So I would say it's just like, it's fun. It's also fun to be in a new city. I think I like that part about it. Um, cause there's so many new things to explore and see. So I know when we first, especially when you think that you might not get to go, then like actually being there is super fun. I remember the first two weeks, my roommates and I would, um, sit on the couch and we would look at each other and we're like, we're going to get like, this is like camp. This is like, we're only here for two weeks. And then they're <laughs> going to send us home. Like, there's no way we're staying past two weeks. And then we did. And it was just really, yeah, it's really fun. I really love college.
2: What would you tell a high school senior right now who is making plans to go to college this fall? And, you know, we, we just don't know how this pandemic is going to go or how long it'll last a, what, what what's your one piece of advice for somebody who is kind of maybe fretting about this right now, just like you were a few months ago?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would say, uh, ooh, that's a tricky question. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, I would have to put some thought into it to give like a really thoughtful answer. Um, I think, like, college is fun regardless of the awful circumstances right now like like I would say hopefully by next year the seniors of this year will have at least a more regular experience I would hope um or a closer to regular experience but I think I would just encourage them like you know even though it is like for us it's way different and um, maybe we don't get to do everything that we wish we would have, but it's still fun. It's still a good experience. So it yeah. sounds
2: like you're enjoying all just all the new things. Right. Mm-hmm. So that that on its own can be can carry you through.
0: Yes.
3: Kaylee Axel outed one of his professors after 20 years. Would you like to out any of your professors uh, before you graduate uh, this year? Well, not graduate, but finish the year.
0: Um, I haven't had any experiences like that. So <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know if I think of one.
1: Though. Yeah, wait till the grades are final before you really do like that
3: well uh kaylee uh, we really uh thank you for joining us and, and sharing uh <clears throat> sharing your experience as a guest on our show uh you get a coffee day with your dad at mocha which you know all of our Aww. guests yeah uh, <laughs> i'm guessing axel you uh, fulfilled the uh the show requirements with jen right I may have forgotten <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> all of our guests go away
3: with great wonderful uh, gifts but yeah <laughs> lovely parting gifts <laughs> and hey we have uh we have a lightning round coming up that axel is going to lead so we will be back in just a minute
2: Welcome back everybody to the world famous lightning round. This is, if you've never listened before, this is where we pretend we have 10 seconds for an answer, but really we go off on tangents all the time. (laughs) And then we wonder how did this episode get so long? (laughs) That's right. So that's an hour. Who's going to listen to this for (laughs) an hour? (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. (laughs) But uh, Kaylee, I think you're still with us, correct? Yes. You get to be part of this fun today. Good.
0: I'm excited.
2: Yeah, I have about uh, 10 or so questions. There are multiple choice, true or false, yes or no, and uh, let's get it started, shall we? Let's do it. All right, Joe, you are first. Uh, CollegeData.com asked 2020 high school graduates whether COVID-19 has changed their college plans. How many of them said, no, the pandemic has not changed my plans? Is Ooh. it? I have okay. three choices if you'd like. Yeah, yep. Yep. let you me hear them. The 28%. 58% or
1: 78%. I was gonna say like 75% even before you gave me the choices. So I'm gonna go 78%.
2: You got it. 78%, a nice solid majority there. Not changing plans. Mm-hmm. Adam, over to you. What are college students most looking forward to in life after college uh, in in college life after the co after the pandemic is over? I'm sorry. I need to rephrase that. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what are college students most looking forward to after the pandemic, if they're still in college at that time? Is it socializing in person, not wearing a mask, or traveling abroad? Ooh, I'm going to go with A, socializing in person. You got it. That's 25%. And the other two are on that list also, but only at 9% for not wearing a mask and 1% at Uh, for traveling abroad. All right, let's get a little uh, quirky here, Mm Kaylee. The University of Michigan has a special connection to squirrels. What is it? (laughs) (laughs) Is it A, the university's mascot is a squirrel, B, it is home to a squirrel sanctuary, or C, it has an officially sanctioned squirrel club?
0: Oh, I, I have no idea, but I'm going to go with C.
2: You got it. it <laughs> yeah. It's a totally sanctioned club. It has 400 members. They It's meet, some frat joke. No, it's real. <laughs> I looked it up. It has a website you, because I didn't believe it either. They, and then they sell t-shirts to, and they use the proceeds to buy peanuts. And then on Sunday afternoons, they go to certain areas and feed peanuts to the squirrels.
0: That's it, so it funny. Real. Can, I, can I tell a really short story? Go for it. So about squirrels, Northwestern has so many squirrels, like really a lot. Like you almost hit them when you drive around campus and they invade the garbage cans, like the the big garbage things that we throw all of our trash um, mm-hmm. into. So they literally attack you when you open, the, when oh, you open inside. the garbage thing. Yeah. So you have to like go over and kick the, kick the big bin and like the squirrels all run out and then you open the lid and <laughs> throw your trash in. But otherwise they like you open the lid and they jump out at you and people scream and yeah. It's now, cool.
2: have you, have you had any albino squirrels? I, I remember some of those on campus back in my days.
0: I have heard that there are around campus, but I have yet to see one.
2: Huh, well, keep your eyes out in that (laughs) trash can. (laughs) Uh, Let's see, over to Joe. To continue the animal welfare trend, in 1978, students at Binghamton University build ramps for what animal because the curbs were too high for them to climb to help them avoid getting run over by cars? What animals did they build ramps for? So think think small, right? This is a ramp from the street up the sidewalk, basically. Uh,
1: so at Binghamton, that's northern New York State. That, and it's not squirrels. Uh, what other little creatures would there be? I'm, I'm going to stick with
2: squirrels. I don't know. I'd be salamanders. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. And that also is true because there, I found a photo of those of the ramp of the one of the ramps.
3: Was there a salamander using the ramp, or yeah,
2: indeed, yes? Wow! Although maybe it was photoshopped, I'm not sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Adam, this next one is for you. Which fictitious TV character gave the commencement address at Southampton College in 1996? I have a hint. Uh, for his inspirational insight, he received an honorary doctorate in amphibious letters.
3: Amphibious letters. Well, until you gave me the hint, I was going to go with Homer Simpson, but uh, I should know this, shouldn't I? Can I phone a friend? Can I ask Joe? Because <laughs> he would know, he would
2: definitely know this. Joe, do you want to step in and save Adam? Uh, can you repeat the question, please? Sure. Which fictitious TV character gave the commencement address at Southampton College in 1996? And for his inspirational insight, he received an honorary doctorate in amphib- amphibious letters. <sighs> fictional character, amphibious letters, <laughs> and and I guess fictional might be might be slightly misleading because he kind of sort of exists. <gasps> Is it SpongeBob SquarePants? No, it is oh. Kermit the Frog. Oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Okay, I got it. There you go. Uh, let's see who's next. Uh, Kaylee, this one is important. If you are the top-notch tour guide, you will know this. Oh, when no. When <laughs> was Northwestern University founded? Was 1902. It you got it. I didn't even decide. Yes. Any, any choices. <laughs> good, good. Uh, Joe, back to you. According to a USCLA study, more than 75% of incoming US college students in 2014 were accepted into their first choice school. But how many could actually afford to attend that first pick school? it 57 percent 77 percent or 85 percent
1: going low I'll say 57 percent you got it yeah I'm surprised it's even that
2: high I know yeah yeah not a surprise it's a a commitment for sure yep Adam over to you what does the term alma mater mean I have no hints and no choices
3: oh (laughs) well we know it's Latin it's Latin yes uh uh, I'm gonna say a place I once went.
2: Not quite. It means nurturing mother. Alma. Oh, mother. God, I would have got that. I suppose. It's, sure. <laughs> now it makes complete sense. Sure, it yeah, <laughs> <that does. laughs> uh, Joe, back to you. Uh, yeah, let's see here. In 1869, Rutgers University at New Jersey, which is now called Princeton, did what for the first time? Was it? A, they played the first ever college football game. Or B, they implemented tuition, making college no longer free.
1: Oh, I'm going to go
2: with A, football. You got it. And I do not have the results of that game.
1: <laughs> it's probably <laughs> three to nothing or
2: seven to nothing, probably. Something like that, yeah. Uh, uh, Kaylee, back to you. True or false, today, most college students are women.
0: Oh, uh, true.
2: That is true. Sixty percent are women, according to last year's uh, registration numbers.
1: Mm, interesting.
2: And back to Joe. This is a bonus question. Um, you know, you know what? Let's let's give that one to Kylie too, because Kaylee too. She's a. Uh, this is a Northwestern question. Name the five states from which most students come to your university.
0: Oh, okay. I can do this. All right, Minnesota. Wisconsin, yep. Iowa. That's one, two, and three. Um, okay, so it could be either of the Dakotas or it could be Illinois. I don't know which which way. To...
2: You got the first three, right? The next one is Nebraska. Oh, really? And California. Really?
0: Really? <laughs> California? <laughs> yeah, and, and, and these wow. are,
2: and this is, uh, I think these are last year's numbers. Uh, it says here 2999 Minnesotans, 165 Wisconsinites, 79 yep. Iowans, 24 Nebraskans, is that how you call it? Nebraskans. Yep, Nebraskans. <laughs> yep. And 20 Californians. Huh.
0: Really? So something well, to share something on your next uh, tour.
2: Day. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's it guys. Good job yeah, everybody.
3: That seems like we and got a B on that one, Axel.
2: Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't keep score as to
3: who. Got I would the negotiate most for the B. Right, I'll take yeah, the B. there B. you <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, well, uh, this has been fun, Kaylee. Thanks for joining us. We really do appreciate it, and uh, you will get that. Uh, we'll get that mocha coffee. I don't know when because you need to go back to college, but. <laughs> Uh, sometime soon. Um, and gentlemen, as always, good seeing you. So until next time, I guess this uh, concludes it, huh? It does. Thanks, Kaylee. Uh, thanks,
0: thanks, guys. Th-
1: thanks, Kaylee. Good to, good to hear you.
0: Hey, and good, you luck, guys. good luck
1: the rest of the semester. Thank you. And take care, everyone. Yep. Bye, everybody.